Good evening. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, sis? Good to see you. Fantastic. How are you? Oh, man, I'm so blessed. So blessed to be here. I thank God that I'm able to stand before you here today. Yeah. Like the word says, having done all the stand, stand there for. So every day that I can sit in God's presence or stand up, man, I'm just, I'm blessed. Absolutely. I'm blessed. Absolutely. And they have no idea what those words wow. mean to you, but they will find out they here will. shortly. They, <laughs> they, will. they will find out <laughs> shortly. So I would like to say good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are uh, maybe joining us live today or whether you're catching us on replay, whether you are joining us through YouTube or on Facebook Live, we are so happy and grateful to have you take time out of your day to be with us for episode number four. Episode number four of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This Series? Man, it's such an honor and such a privilege. So if you haven't done so already, I encourage you to go ahead and love, like, and share. I want you to go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube uh, channel. I also then want you to tag 10 people and let them know that we are here live today. All right, for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This, where it is my mission, my goal, and my desire to share with the world the crisis or the traumas that God has permitted in our lives then those triggers or those defining mm. moments that is or was used to strengthen our faith and then those traumas or our victories that we've experienced so we can above all glorify god and help others so with that being said i am super excited i am so excited to introduce my guest today you all are definitely in for a treat i have none other none other than Minister Jayshon Jones. Jayshon is a licensed minister, a motivational speaker and success coach who believes that every person has the ability to do far more than they have ever imagined. Jayshon has worked with some of the most, some of the world's most largest corporations, multimillionaire entrepreneurs, special forces members, and UFC fighters. But his greatest joy comes from helping others, come and help, comes from helping people just like you to overcome their barriers and discover their true purpose. Jayshon is a certified power voice speaker, master life coach, NLP practitioner, and holds multiple, you heard me, I said multiple <laughs> black belts in martial arts. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so without further ado, I would like to introduce to you none other than our special guest, Minister Jayshon Jones. So welcome, 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 Jayshon. Thank you so much, my sister, for the lovely introduction. You know, it's it's funny we were talking about that, or you were talking about that in your introduction. Mm -hmm. And when I listen to what people say about me now, based on the work that I've been able to do in been blessed to do in the Lord and the things people used to say about me growing up. Oh man, mm. huge difference, but huge God. difference. And I reminded of your theme, who wouldn't serve a God like this? Yes. Mm -mm. yes. Yes. Indeed. Your camera to me is a little bit blurry. Okay. Is it, do you really want to adjust that? But while mm. you're doing that, I want to uh, invite the guests to, comment in StreamYard and give them permission to uh, to see your comments, okay? So go ahead and give StreamYard permission to uh, see your comments on the screen, because we definitely want to- Is it any better? It could be my vision. <laughs> uh, okay. It's, it's lying to me on StreamYard saying that it looks pretty good. Okay. 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 All right. So All right. You, you probably are good then. All right. So I want you to share with mm -hmm. our guest today. I know what your bio says. So I want you <laughs> to share with our guests and our audience who is 
Jayshan, and what were those traumas or that trauma or those traumas? I know, but I want you to share with them. Oh, yeah. So that, what was that that happened to you? Yeah, well, we, what we can do for the sake of time is give you guys a brief overview. So in brief, I've had four major car accidents. I've had three mild traumatic brain injuries. And as an adult, not as a child, as an adult, I had to learn to walk again twice. Wow. So two of those injuries came about at some of the worst times in my life. One took away my entire fighting career when I just had these dreams and aspirations of becoming a champion, you know, and I was pretty good at what I did at the time and had a series of gifts that I thought would be the ones that God would use to propel me to where I saw myself being. I always saw myself speaking in front of large crowds. And I remember one of my heroes growing up was Muhammad Ali. So I figured, mm -hmm. oh man, I gotta be like Ali so I can speak in front of large crowds and, and get, you know, deliver a message that inspire people. I gotta be a champion first. So that's what I always dreamed of being. But I guess God decided that, hey, he didn't need me to punch anybody for a living in order to speak on his behalf and influence. So he had a different plan set. But yeah. the second time I was, man, when I was just hit by the punch that I've never seen coming, hmm. it was a young lady. She was text messaging and she rear ended me at a light. So and I started with the second one because the first we'll see if we have enough time to give your audience goosebumps and speak on that one. So we'll start yeah. with number two. And okay. if you tell me we can backtrack, we'll go to number one. Absolutely. So <laughs> the yeah. second time, wow, man, that was probably the most transformational period of my life because I had just received a promotion to where I was the Southern California area manager or a Southern California area manager for the third largest engineering company in the world. So that was the highest position that I've held in my career as a consultant. And, you know, and I was just like, wow, this is awesome. I was working for corp well, corporate at the time. And that was great. Mm -hmm. And man, within just short period afterwards, after my promotion, that's when I got hit. And man, everything started to trickle downhill fast. I lost my health, my wealth and my career. Wow. And. I was sitting there one day going from great and being able to exercise and being physical my whole entire life, known as a strong man. And I found myself one day just sitting in a wheelchair, barely able to move. Wow. And I remember I was sitting there and, and I started thinking about everything. I said, God, I need you to do something to work this out on my behalf because there is an eviction notice on my door. Wow. My wife is pregnant hmm. and I have absolutely no income or a way to earn a penny. Wow. I have been dropped from every disability program that they had. They told me, oh, this is for people permanent. I had plans and aspirations of being able to walk again. So for them, they just said, oh, this, this isn't for you. And I'm like, wow. what am I supposed to do? Right. You know? Right. So I began praying. I began praying and I, I said, God, I, I really, I really need you to move on my behalf. I need you to move this, this mountain of misery, this mountain of suffering, this mountain of pain. It's killing me. Yeah. And that's when God spoke to me. He said, son, why should I move this mountain when I can give you the strength to climb? Mm, 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 mm. Pam, wow. sis, I looked at my wife. And I told her the craziest thing she heard today. Said, honey, take me to the gym. <laughs> I know she was like, what? <laughs> she said, why? What is wrong with you? You already in a wheelchair. You talk about take me to the gym. I said, honey, take me to the gym. Sound like that. She said, take me to the water. <laughs> take me to the water. Come on. And, uh, and we're going to talk about that now. And she said, for what? I said, because I'm going to walk. Wow. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but she saw how sincere I was when, when I told her. And she knows when I'm serious. You know, women, you guys know when you've been married to a man long enough, you know, when they're serious. Yeah. Yeah. And she <laughs> she knew she said, OK. OK. 
So she wow. took me to the gym. I pushed myself in my wheelchair all the way to the edge of the pool. I couldn't walk yet. So I had to slide, just slither all the way out of that, that wheelchair. Army crawl on my belly all the way into the water. So the water can hold me up. When I got down to the water, mm, I felt some support. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when, we, when we're in the midst of our trials and our troubles, these things that got us feeling paralyzed, you're going to need to feel some support. Yeah. Something that can carry the weight of your burdens. And that's what the water did for me. When I stepped down into, as we say, that cooling water. Yeah. Oh, man, I felt some support and I had faith. I said, God, I'm taking my first step. And that's what I did. Wow. Look at so God. every day when I went to the pool, we went back every day, every day, every day I went to the pool. My goal was just I had one singular goal. I said, I'm going to take one step more than I did the day before. OK, so I'm glad that you touched on that, but I want to steer this backwards. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? OK, OK, so we can do have, it. Have you always been I know you said that. You know, you had the accidents, you had uh, yeah. the, the lady hit you from behind and the mm -hmm. first person called on was God. Was were you always uh, that in that place of calling on God? Were you always okay. a Christian? What was your journey to that? Where did you come I, from? I was the, the prodigal minister's son. So <laughs> I was the PK turned prodigal son. So when I joined the military, you know, we had a, our, our church was quite religious. I grew up Kojic, you know, okay. and nothing against Kojic people. Please don't be in my inbox. I love y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying during the time in the 80s, <laughs> Come on now. the Kojic 80s was very strict, man. And there was a lot of things that were taught that. As I began, when I became a young man and I joined the military, started reading the Bible and for myself, I didn't see in there. Mm -hmm. And I saw some contradictions that kind of rocked me and stirred me away from the faith. Mm -hmm. And that's just my honest opinion of what my journey was. Nothing against anyone. Because there were some great things that I did learn, I must say. Absolutely. So with that, I began to study every other religion. I was traveling around the world in the military. So I studied Islam. I studied uh, Buddhism. I study Hinduism and every other religion in the world. And with all due respect, I didn't see what I was looking for. I saw a lot of inadequacies in some of the statements that were conveyed to me. Okay. And I began to know God for myself during that quest. And I actually, there was a time I ended up, you know, I, I, was dealing with the nation of Islam and I, I had to part ways with them because I realized that some of the teachings, it just didn't sit right to me. It didn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So when I put all of these messengers and all of these gurus and people who claim to be from God, when I put them all next to each other and compared their stories and see who led by example. So to me, that's, I'm big on that. What, what Les Brown would say is if you can't teach what you don't know and you can't lead where you don't go. And I believe that <laughs> you can't teach what you don't know and you can't lead where you don't go. And for me, that's why Christ spoke the loudest to me. Not only did he live what he said, he died for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that meant something to me. Absolutely. So I said, okay, that's when I started to, attend church. I started going back to church. I was a church goer. Okay. And you ready to take it back to the first one? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> we set the stage. So we'll go to it. Feel the relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's what happened during that time. You know, I was, uh, with my, well, at the time, my fiance, who eventually became my wife, we were together and I was just leaving her and her and my, mother-in-law at the time's house. And I was on the way, way back to the Navy base. And man, there was something wrong with my acceleration in my engine. It just wasn't, wasn't picking up right. So I pulled over on a freeway into the emergency lane and I'm under the hood looking, trying to see what's going on. Hey, what's, what's going on in my car? And next thing you know, I just heard a loud sound. Boom. Saw nothing but darkness. Wow. 
And then I seen this little LED light just blinking. Then I saw a whole montage of my life play over in what felt like to be seconds, but it was a whole montage of everything I've done and not everything was honorable, okay? There were some things that were not so honorable done. And I, I saw this montage and man, I tell you, like Dr. Miles Monroe and, and Les Brown always say is, man, don't take your gifts to the grave. Mm, because I'm going to tell you as one who came back, and we'll get into that, that the feeling that you have at that moment when you have not fulfilled your purpose is the worst feeling in the world. I felt this feeling of doom and, and failure mm. like I've never felt before in life. I'm not talking about losses. I still have losses mm -hmm. in business now. And I own multiple companies and not all of them, not all of them hit. Okay. Right. So I still have losses, right? Mm -hmm. But this feeling of failure mm -hmm. And I felt like it was nothing I can do about it. Then mm -hmm. Pam, I, I've seen this little LED light. It looks like an LED light. I can describe it now. Like mm -hmm. single out one of those little bitty lights in the back. And I just seen it blinking. Nothing but darkness. And I heard a voice of authority. A voice of power. A, verse, a voice of life. Speak to me and say, get up. Wow. I couldn't move. But I, I felt my, my consciousness returning to me. Heard it again. Get up. I'm starting to be able to feel my fingers and feel my skin again. Like I can feel life in, entering into my body. Heard get up again. And I woke up and I just had a mouthful of blood and dirt. And I'm coughing and spitting up dirt and blood. And I'm looking around my clothes. My clothes are all ripped up. And I'm like, what in the, what in the world happened? I look up. I can see remnants of a damaged vehicle, which was my vehicle that I was in, but it was all crushed like a tomato can. And I wow. looked to the right, the far right, I see in the distance an economy van that had flipped over and was on fire. So I said, whoa, what, Lord, what happened? So what I began to do at that moment, I tried to stand. I couldn't stand because all my ligaments and my legs were torn and things like that. So I had to, that was the first time I learned to army crawl on my belly Wow. <laughs> you know, to get to where I wanted to be. So I should mm -hmm. say learn. I did go to boot camp. They teach you that type of stuff in boot camp. But we I had to crawl on my belly all the way up the hill. And when I got there, I noticed there was an ambulance off in the distance and maybe about 100 feet away. And I looked down, I saw people walking around with flashlights. And, and then I saw a man. He ran to me, said, hey, 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 guys, here, I see somebody. Come on, come on. Come over here. So they ran. They all ran to me. And the guy said, hey, man, what happened to the driver? And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I reported that there was two people in the vehicle. I said, oh, you you reported? He said, yeah. He said, I was driving on the uh, the northbound because I was heading southbound on the five. And he said, I was I was driving northbound. I saw someone get hit and I, I reported that they splattered. It looked like they splattered. Wow. And I said, splattered? I'm still trying to you know, figure out what's going to splatter. What is he talking about splatter? He said, yeah, man, it was a driver. He splattered. He said, look, let me show you my card. He pulled out his card. He was a psychologist. He said, look, I'm not crazy. I'm a doctor. And he said, I called. He said what, what he saw was after he saw the incident, he got off the freeway, came back around southbound, looked for me himself, couldn't find me. After not being able to find me, he called the EMS. They came out, looked for me, couldn't find me. So what seemed like mere moments to me was God knows how long, you know, and they didn't find me until I made it back to the top of the hill. Wow. And when I tell you that was the most quiet ambulance ride I've ever been on, they searched my body five, about five times, if I'm not mistaken, if I can remember correctly, five times because they couldn't believe they didn't find not one broken bone what who wouldn't serve a guy like that come on who come wouldn't on. serve a guy like that who wouldn't serve no broken bones i can wow. i can deal with some torn ligaments look at god and you know a mouthful of blood a couple of broken teeth but no broken i mean my 
ribs are fine. My legs are fine. Wow. Wow. May wow. God spare my life. I mean, when I when I say he breathes, he is the air I breathe. He breathes the breath of life back into my body. When I say that I'm saved, I mean, God literally saved my life because I died in sin. Wow. Wow. Come on now. Okay. And God gave me a second chance. Won't he do it? Won't mm -hmm. he do it? So that was the first accident. Yeah. Okay. So fast yeah. forward mm -hmm. to, I guess, the second time. Yes. So during that, well, this would be the second time when I had to learn to walk again. Yeah. Yeah, because that's actually of all the accents. So that's one in four. <laughs> so there was a one few in between. Yeah, so that's one in four. I man, I tell you, planes, trains, automobiles, walking, whatever it is, I got hit by something. <laughs> Doing yeah, because I yeah, I, I want them to hear this yeah, yeah. whole story. Go ahead. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I mean, I've been hit by SUV while riding my motorcycle. Still here. Wow. I had my bike catch on fire one time. Wow. Still here. Wow. You know, I is God is just so good to me. He preserved me. And the thing is, for me, it's incredible for me that I don't look like what I've been through. Yes, God. Some people think they make me feel some kind of way when I'm telling my story and they say, I don't believe you. That don't bother me because I have witnesses who can tell it. Hmm. Um, accident number two, September 10th, 2003, exactly one year later, I was ran, my truck was ran over by a Chevron dual tanker, one of those gas trucks outside of the Navy base while picking up my friend. And I have a buddy who was an eyewitness. He uh, told the story to my wife and she couldn't believe it because it was exactly how I told her before. So it was just wow. crazy for her to hear it from the witnesses. Uh, perspective. I mean, he actually broke me out of the vehicle. Wow. But when, when I was in the Navy, we both fought fires. That was what we did. But my truck, a brand new F-150 was on fire under the Chevron tanker, a gasoline tanker. And I'm telling him, buddy, get out of here, dude. Save yourself. Save what? yourself. Make sure my son knows who I am. So my oldest son was about to be born and I'm sitting here on uh, my truck on fire under a gas truck. What? You get this exclusive. Nobody know this one yet. Except, well, I guess they do now. Right. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even hear this one. No, no. So I'm sitting there and he said, nah, bro, don't worry. Don't give up. I'm going to get you out. He still has, he said, man, he still has PTSD to this day from that because he saw. So he was on the border of being a believer at that time. He wasn't quite fully a believer yet. But he said from his description, it was a perfectly crushed tomato can with only the cabin, the driver's side cabin preserved. So this is a diesel running over my truck and everything is crushed like a tomato can and only my part is preserved. Wow. Yeah. So he ran across to the warehouse real quick and he came back really fast and he started him and the guys were they used a crowbar to try to break me out, to pull me out of the truck and they were putting out the fire. They got me out of there, man, and they drug me to the curb. And, you know, that's time I, I really messed up my back on that one. My back got jacked up pretty good. But it was just the fact that, man, I got T-boned by wow. a diesel. Wow. Which caught on fire. Wow. And God still preserved my life. I was trying to figure out, why me, God? What's so special about me? <laughs> He's trying to get your attention real Yes. And I realize it's not about how special you are. Well, you are. You are special to God. But the main thing is that's just how good he is. Mm -hmm. He cares about us so much. He's so personally invested in our future that he refuses to give up on him. I mean, refuses to give up on us, even though times we might even give up on him. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Mm. What a God. And then. The other That's when we had. The, yes. When I had to learn to walk and Pam, I'm telling you, we 
God said, all right, I'm, I got it. Let me let me give it to him a little bit because he's not getting the message. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, God, you, you learn that lesson. What come on. You whatever he has to do to, to save your soul, he will do it. That's right. That's what I tell people all the time, man. Life has taught me you will continue to take that same test till you pass. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what God did for me this time, he broke down. This is the most beautiful thing that ever happened to me. Didn't feel like it at the moment, mm-hmm. especially when I still have to live with so much chronic pain. Yes. <laughs> yes. But he, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because he broke down everything I thought made me who I was. My career, my strength, physical strength, my income, everything gone to where I said, God, all I have is you. And God spoke back to his son. He said, son, I'm all you need. You just wait. Absolutely. Let me tell you some dramatic irony in all this. Pam, he told me three times before before this whole all happened, he had me read the book of Job. So I do my Bible studies and he had me read the book of Job. So I was trying to be slick the first time I read the end. (laughs) (laughs) So what did he he tell you when he said read the book of Job? When did he... Uh, I'll tell you, I actually had this Bible right here. You see this? You can see it's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I was I was reading and I try to flip to my other stuff. You know, I try to look, let me find some good scripture. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he said, no, turn to the book of Job. And I said, wait, what? Because <laughs> we know how that story go. Right. Right. Joe, wait a minute. God, hold on. Wait, you know, wait a minute. OK. All right. So I read and I try to read through it fast so I can hurry up and get to the end. Right. Yeah, Job, yeah, that's right. He, he shouldn't have lost faith in you guys. God said, OK, read it again. And I'm like, oh, Lord, God, Job said, I got a blessing for you. You ready to receive it? And I said, yeah, I'm ready to receive the blessing. He said, all right, but you're going to have to go through some things. Mm-hmm. So you better be ready. Read the book of Job. I read it again. Yes, Father, I read it again. Third time. God told me, read it again. I said, oh, man, God, wait, (laughs) you said you was ready. I know, God, I'm ready. All right, read it again. I didn't realize. And I should have realized because I was consultant for the construction industry for years. First part of construction or building a new building is demolition. So in order for God to build the empire, so to speak, that he's building in me to build his kingdom mm-hmm. inside of me. What he had to do first was demolition. Mm-hmm. Break it all the way down, yes, to the foundations. Wow. wow. And I mean, within record time, <laughs> wow. Wow. we lost everything. I mean, man, even our savings were going to medical bills and every, all these things. Like, oh, man, it was just like it wasn't like we were living foolishly. No, we just lost it all. Wow. And God showed me all I needed was him. There were times when we had no way of figuring out how we were going to feed our family. Mm-hmm. Most of our meals during that time came out of the Dollar Tree. Wow. So I have a video. We watch it from time to time and I'll have my kids watch it because I don't want them to forget what God has taught us. Absolutely. And I, I teach my kids to give. And I it was a video of me and my youngest son when he was born and I was struggling to walk, but I was able to move around mm-hmm. of us shopping in the Dollar Tree mm-hmm. to go get dinner. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a great reminder to remind mm-hmm. you where you come from. Yeah. Don't where you from. And there were times when we didn't even know how we were going to feed our children. I had wow. no money. We were squatting. I was just begging, just give me one more, give me one more month. Come on, please don't kick us out yet. I got a wife. You know, we just had a newborn baby. Don't, don't, don't throw us out yet. Just give me, give me one more month. You know, I, I had to go into that charade and it hurt me to be able to do that because yeah. I'd never been that guy. Yeah. But in this instance, I had to learn humility. Come on now. I had to learn to receive. Come I didn't on. mind giving to people. Mm-hmm. But God needed me to learn to receive because sometimes when we don't know how to receive, Come on now. we stand in God's way. 
That's right. If we can't receive from man, we can't receive from God because sometimes mm. God is using that man, that woman, his child to deliver his blessing to you. Mm. I don't know who that's for, but listen, now. when I when God got me out of the way, then he was able to do a work in me. Mm -hmm. Come on, so sometimes now. we stagnate our own blessing and we stagnate our own growth because we're standing in the way of God. Absolutely. And that's what God had to show me about myself. How much of me is standing in his way? I said, oh, God. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes, and you know, when I, I really when it really hit home with me is when I was when I finally made it to the end of the pool. I started getting the confidence and believing that, man, I can I think I'll be able to stand on dry land. So I started timing myself standing up. And the proudest day I had when I stood, I called my wife, baby, you're not going to believe this because she was teaching uh, Zumba classes in the other room. I called her, baby, you're not going to believe this. I stood up for 12 seconds. And, you know, <laughs> she right. is okay. so excited. I said, oh, baby, I know I'm, I'm telling you this is going to happen. And what we went through also strengthened her faith. Wow. Because she she saw how much I believe, but she didn't always understand why I believed the way I believe. Because mm -hmm. I have full trust and reliance. I said, nah, babe, God has brought me too far to leave me here. Absolutely. I'm going to stand on his promises of everything he showed me. Because after the third time I did read Job, he did show me things that are just now starting to happen seven years later. Come on now. He showed me audiences that I'm going to be speaking for some here in the near future and some a little bit further out seven years ago. Wow. When I'm sitting in a wheelchair, wow, having nothing, and he asked me, "Am I ready?" Who wouldn't serve a God like that? Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Now, fast forwarding, mm -hmm. when you began to walk, tell about mm -hmm. when you all went to service that night. Oh man! So I was I started walking. And I was in the walker for a while, and then I graduated to a cane. You know. So did the doctor, me, let, me, let me ask you another question. Did the doctors? Mm -hmm. What did the doctors say about? Oh my God! Thank you. Yeah. They told me to quit. They told me to give up, even when I was still coming out of the wheelchair. They and in their defense, they were tired of me coming to the ER. Me and my wife would be in an emergency room so much. They got tired of seeing me. They said, right. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, can you just please accept your fate? I said, no, no, no. Can you please accept my fate? Come on now. Wow. I said, because wow. where you see now, where you see me now is not where I'm going to be. I said, I believe that I can do all things through Christ. That strengthened me. I read it. It's in his word and I believe it. Exactly. Now I'm going to show you. Exactly. His word is real. Exactly. So I, I couldn't quit. I couldn't quit. I said, no, I'm not going to quit. And I began to start graduating from that wheelchair to a walker. From the walker to the cane. And it was funny. My my grandmother and I, she used to love to do this. She would race me. <laughs> Come on, baby, let's race. Because she knew she could beat me. I used to walk so slow. That's oh a, my God. That's something else with your grandmama beat you. Right. My grandmama beat me. Since right. I used to walk so slow, old people honk the horn at me when I'm crossing the street. Punch your mouth. I'll say, man, you older than me. You should understand. Right. They, just, right. <laughs> right. They, they wouldn't hold the people mean, man. They wouldn't hold the elevator for me. They see me trying my best to get the elevator. And I see the old people just closing the door, trying to push the button. I said, oh, they so wrong. A mess. Oh, but through that time, the amount of humility that God put in me was truly a blessing, truly wow. a blessing. And okay. in that, in that, I learned that regardless of where we are, we can still give them praise because every part of your process is designed to elevate you. Mm, every me. part of your process is designed to take you higher. And that's when I learned. See, when all your friends are gone, when nobody wants to help you out, when there's nobody to support you, what I learned 
is that that period of consecration leads to elevation. Mm. I hope somebody's listening. That consecration Come on leads now. to elevation. Sometimes God has to put you where it's just you and him, just like he did with Moses. Moses, go up to the mountaintop. I don't need no other distractions in your life. I need everybody out the room. I just need time with you so I can elevate you exactly. to the place I need you to be. Absolutely. So you can deliver my word. Absolutely. Now, the thing about it is I look back and mm -hmm. uh, where he prepared you for the journey. You know, read the book. of Yes. Jones. Ooh. You may have on. had yes. some some, um, some alerts or or some visions that he was giving you where you may not oh, yeah. pay attention. But mm -hmm. when he told you to read the book of Job. <laughs> he was preparing you for the journey or he was preparing you for what was getting ready to happen. And then also I see that he was preparing you for what was going to take place so that you wouldn't give up. That's because right. Reading the whole story of Job. And then the glory of the story. Mm. Because people, when you're going through it, it don't mm -hmm. feel good. And you can easily give up during that time. But if That's he has right. given you a vision before everything played out, he's not going to tell you what's going to happen in between time. Right. But just <laughs> to give you that faith, you know what I'm saying? That's how you hold yeah. on. Because he is giving you that vision. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Oh, my goodness. So... I'm going to, you know, we're going to fast forward because I really mm -hmm. want them to hear the end of this story. Not the okay. end, not the end, right. but the climax of the story, because it is amazing. The faith that you that he put within you and then for you to walk in obedience. Oh, yes. So when I one day we were and actually, let me give you right before that event happened. It was amazing to me when I was at the gym one time, a, a guy ran, he was looking for, ran, tracked me down, ran all the way into the sauna. And I'm trying to figure out, yo, what's wrong with this guy? You know, he said, hey, hey man, hey brother, I've been looking for you. And I said, well, what you looking for me for? You know, and he said, well, <laughs> you know, I guess he saw how strange I was looking his brother talking about he looking for me and we in the sauna, man, I'm married. What you talking about? Angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So he said, no, listen, don't worry, man. I'm a pastor. I said, oh, OK. He said, look, I had to find you because God told me to tell you this. He said, what you're going through is not for you, but he chose you because you were strong enough to go through it. Come on. He's going to use you to be a blessing to other people. Wow. Wow. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Which leads us to our story. Come on now. So God gave to me shortly thereafter to fast for three days. Well, my mm -hmm. wife, she fasted with me the first day. After that, she said, baby, I got to tap out. I got to <laughs> tap out. <laughs> so three days, just nothing but water. And this was during a revival. So on the third day, when I went to church, the pastor was praying and he asked the ministers and everyone to come up for prayer. And I was going to grab my cane. And God said, you don't need that. I said, what? Leave it there, son. You don't need that. So I said, okay. And I stood up and immediately I felt God's anointing. See, sometimes we have to make that first step. Mm -hmm. God know what he can do, but he just need you to believe him. Mm -hmm. So when I stood up, man, I felt God's anointing all over my body and I began to not only walk, but I ran around that whole entire church. My wife looking like, what in the Lord's name just happened here? This boy is running. So I'm running around the whole church and I'm just praising all I, I can see. Nothing but a white cloud. I got tears and everything else is running on my eyes. And I'm speaking in tongues, just running around. And God's anointing was all over me. And I just felt that strength of life come back into my body. And I was so grateful to him. So wow. grateful that I just want to see what all else he blessed me to do. So one that. day <laughs> my wife came downstairs 
And I was doing push-ups with my baby, baby boy on my back. And she got so mad at me. She's you just got healed yesterday. You doing push-ups. <laughs> I was bathing you weeks ago when you couldn't bathe yourself. And you over here doing push-ups. Wow. Get that baby off your back. You know. <laughs> so oh, my son man. and my daughter, they climbing all on daddy back. I, I was just so excited. I said, man, baby, you understand. I hadn't been able to hold my son for I I believe my wife calculated, I think it was the first 18 months of his life. Wow. She would have to help me prop myself up in a recliner and she could sit on my chest, you know, but I couldn't stand and just hold my baby. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, I, don't, I, I couldn't hold him. Wow. Wow. So for her to see me now, I'm doing push-ups with a boy on my <laughs> You trying to do the most. <laughs> right? Sit down somewhere. Sit down somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> What? Like, but God. God. But God. But God. You know, I was just so excited. Yeah. Man. Look at God. Mm. That is awesome. I love it because God, He strengthens our faith. He just gives you those yes. opportunities so that we can just, so that we'll be able to glorify Him in that. Mm hmm. And he's not gonna put no more on you than you can bear. So you are That's strong right. soldier. Oh, God bless you, sis. He God bless he, you. You are a strong soldier. And I tell you, yeah, if yeah. you all, if y'all don't, I ran across um Jay Sean's uh uh YouTube, not YouTube, Facebook. Oh, believers yeah. unlimited. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a blessing. Oh, I love you know, it. That's we, a blessing. We are colleagues in PowerPoint. Yes. And when I tell you, when I when you know we would stay after and and be able to have those discussions, and I was like, man, that's a <laughs> powerful man of God. I know mm, we're gonna do some great things together. And I was like, hmm, Jay Sean. Y'all, this is not my son, okay? <laughs> Everybody knows this. My son's name is Jay Sean, so I know they probably thought he's that. He's got to be a great man. I know he's I'm a great man. I'm telling you, he is. He <laughs> is. He is. And so, but I knew that we were, uh, that we had a spiritual connection and that we were going to do great Amen. things together. Amen. But when I went to your YouTube, um, to your Facebook, Mm -hmm. And you and Pastor Todd were having that discussion on soul ties. Y'all better get it. Y'all better get mm -hmm. it. I'm like, man, y'all speak truth straight from the word, my kind. Mm -hmm. And so you you are really blessed, my soul. Your ministry has really blessed me. And I was like, man, I've got to have him on so that they can just get a, you know, a foretaste of that. You know, just get. Oh, God bless you for that. Yeah. yeah. God. And that's what it was for us. That's what it was or is to us. It's, it's just we we were originally, excuse me, originally we were thinking, OK, maybe we'll do a podcast or, hey, let's just do a Facebook group, whatever. But then God led us to know I need you to start a full. Full scale digital ministry. Wow. And that's what this has become for us. So we're not trying to replace anybody's Sunday worship. And that's why we do it on the days that we do it. So it could be supplementary. To mm -hmm. the saints of God's walk, you know, a lot of times on Sunday, everybody say mm -hmm. sometimes Monday through Friday. Uh oh, mm. we need some help. Exactly. So. <laughs> I'm a Sabbath keeper. And so, yeah, so yeah, that's what we want to be. We want to be that help, those accountability partners for people, Absolutely. people who can they have somebody they can talk to about real world issues that sometimes you may not want to talk about inside a church. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But people of God deal with them. Exactly. And if you coming straight from the word, that's, that's what people right. need. People need steak. And, you know, yes. Yeah. Of, like, yeah, like you said, down. don't give me no milk. <laughs> don't give me no Similac. I need steak. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. So just meet people where they are because everybody is not, you know, they, they're not grown yet. And so mm -hmm. we have people who are infants, you know, we just right. grow them and we're still growing on a daily basis. So, Amen. Amen. It's a beautiful process. It is a beautiful process. But um, I want to encourage you all to 
follow Jayshon. You can follow him on Instagram, Facebook. Um, what else? Are you on TikTok? The, the interwebs? No, I don't do the TikTok. I'm too old for all the I got too many injuries, man. Well, I shouldn't say I'm too old. I'm I'm young in years, but my body about 97. Shut your mouth. <laughs> God restores. God restores. Yes. Jesus. That's yes. right. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's giving you what you can bear. Amen, amen. <laughs> and I can't bear being on TikTok. <laughs> you can't be on TikTok with a full beard and mustache. I mean, you gotta leave that for young people. Some of them are. Some of them are. Mm. Mm -hmm. But you can follow him on IamJayshon.com yeah. and on Instagram and on Facebook at IamJayshon. Is that correct? That's me. That's okay. correct. So is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience today? I would. I would. If you go now, any of you go to my website, there's a freebie there. But we're actually working on a free gift that I think is really going to be a blessing. We've edited it. We've edited it. And we made sure that it's really going to pour out into the life of every believer. If you become a member of Believers Unlimited, we're going to be giving you a free gift, a free manual called the Believer's Guide to Abundant Living. Mm. Mm. He came that we may have life and that more what? Abundantly. So sometimes we forget. We yeah. forget about his benefits. So that guy actually puts you in a mindset to be able to be able to receive abundance. So th during that time period, if you remember, I was standing, I was standing in my own way. I'm glad that God brought me out of that place because now I learned how to get people out of their own way and receiving God's blessing. Mm -hmm. And that's what that manual is going to do. It's a step-by-step -step guide. Even my editing team, as they edited it, they were, I, <laughs> they had to keep pulling themselves back from filling it out because they like, man, I want to get this too. I said, okay, wait, uh, let's just edit it, guys, and then we can go back and play. Exactly. <laughs> so it's then really going to be a blessing. <laughs> go ahead and you know say the meal, then we can eat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you, you know, anyone that joins believers, you will get a copy of that, and that's why we ask for your email address so that we can give these things to you as God places them in our heart, and we can pour them out into the people. Absolutely. Well, I definitely have been blessed by your ministry, by your testimony. God bless you. Thank you. Yes, and I know that um, my audience has had a um, blessed experience today oh, and if you all have uh have if something that we've said has resonated with you today comment in the chat section that you know that it's been a blessing for you all right and go ahead and follow jayshon at iamjayshon.com or at iamjayshon on facebook and on youtube okay anything else book okay God bless you guys. We do have that coming along the way and we have our workshop. So this weekend and if anyone's if anyone's interested, I have exactly two slots left, exactly mm. two slot, slots left for the Discover Your Purpose workshop. And this is going to take place on the 31st and the 1st. So, yeah, I had to get permission to miss first Sunday, but in order to teach this to you. So. This is going to be really great. We're going to go through step by step and I'm going to show you the stepping stones that I use to help people discover their purpose in life so you can live a, a life more fulfilled and a life more fitting for the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Well, that concludes another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? And it's been our privilege and honor to have Jayshon join us today. Thank you so much for taking that time out of your busy schedule to share this time with us, to share your story and your testimony. And I want you all to join us in the morning for reading the whole Bible in 365 days. That's uh, beautiful. Absolutely. 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Come on now. Yeah, on the West Coast. 4 a.m. <laughs> Pacific standard is that Pacific standard? Yeah, Pacific standard time. Pacific standard time, and you know, check your check your time zone wherever you are with us in the world. I know that we have far reach. God has blessed us to have far reach, so That's definitely awesome. join us 
and then also get prepped for next week's episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This, okay? So thank you all again for joining us. Bye for now.